0: Have you ever wanted to avoid taxes? Well, apparently this company sells passports to Americans looking for a tax break on their Bitcoin profits. So a Russian expatriate, Katie Ananina, has spent the last three years helping people dodge taxes on their Bitcoin gains. It is all part of her mission to stick it to the man, one case of tax avoidance at a time. As the name suggests, Plan B Passport offers crypto-rich clients a path to a second passport in their pick of seven mostly tropical tax heaven states, all of which are exempt from capital gains taxes on crypto holdings. I was smart enough to figure out that $200 in Bitcoin will be worth $100,000 at some point, said Ananina. I don't think the government should have 40% of that. So the origin story, Ananina isn't your stereotypical Bitcoin maximist. 90 miles north of the Kazakhstan border, the former professional sailboat racer moved to the States in 2016 after landing a green card thanks to her status as one of the world's top sailors. Five and a half years ago, she spoke no English, but you'd never know it to meet her. For Nanina, the appeal of Bitcoin was laid bare when she saw the Russian currency drop 50% during the two months she was living in Spain while competing for the Russian national sailing team in early 2015. My macroeconomics professor wasn't able to explain that to me. There was no chance I could run my equations and figure out what happened there, she said. I realized I wasn't happy with how money works. So began Ananya's days as a Bitcoin evangelist. But being a Bitcoin maxi isn't just about believing in one currency, according to Ananya. She believes wholeheartedly in jurisdictional arbitrage, which to her means ditching any one government's rules, Over her actions and finances, and going to the place that suits her best at the moment. If the government starts affecting me, I will take all my assets into my hands and go elsewhere, she said. This is the mindset that led the 26 year old entrepreneur to start her own company designed to help others do just that. Anani Na says that several Bitcoiners she knows who have held the cryptocurrency for over one boom and bust cycle are thinking about getting a second passport as a way to avoid paying capital gains taxes on their holdings. And I guess that's her. So how it works. Every year, Plan B Passport helps hundreds of people from countries like the U.S., the U.K., Australia, and Canada obtain a second passport in one of seven countries, St. Kitts and Nevis, Antigua and Barbuda, Dominica, Nuacha, Grenada, St. Lucia, and Portugal. The company works in tandem with each government's residence or citizenship by investment programs. It's an attractive way to draw foreign investment and especially prominent in countries with fuel, natural resources," said Ernest Maras, an attorney with international tax law firm Anderson. Ross, who has significant experience advising clients on cross-border tax structuring, told CNBC that this kind of passport purchasing scheme is commonly found in tax havens or what are sometimes referred to as international finance centers. In St. Lucia, you can obtain citizenship by an investment between $100,000 donation, a $250,000 government bonds, or $300,000 real estate continued Mara via email. Anani says the average check for her customers ranges from $130,000 to $180,000. It's basically a donation into the sustainable growth fund of the country, she said. So clients make a $100,000 or $150,000 donation plus some due diligence fees, government fees, and then $20,000 for my legal fees. And then typically families opt for St. Kitts while St. Lucia is the most popular program for single applicants because it's one of the cheaper destinations and has a decently quick application turnaround time. Now, business has never been better, according to Anania. My only marketing channel is Twitter, she said. I literally do not spend a single penny, but I'm booked out three weeks ahead on consultation calls. Which, get this, she does twenty thousand dollars for her legal fees. She's booked up. You know, like she could be making like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars every single month. Wow, absolutely crazy. So, given up on U.S. citizenship in the United States, the IRS treats virtual currency, which includes Bitcoin as well as other cryptocurrencies, as property. This means Bitcoin is taxed in a manner similar to stocks or. Rural. Rural property. At a basic level, the taxpayer's basis in the Bitcoin is what the taxpayer purchased it for and when the taxpayer sells or exchanges that Bitcoin. It is a taxable transaction, explained John Feldhammer, a partner at law firm BakerBots and a former IRS senior litigator. The taxpayer's income or loss is determined by taking the sales price and subtracting the taxpayer's basis, he said. So let's say the taxpayer purchases one Bitcoin for $10,000 and sells it for $50,000. This individual would face $40,000 of taxable capital gains, and a second passport doesn't automatically solve their tax problems. So if a taxpayer has a green card, is a U.S. citizen, or is a U.S. resident alien The taxpayer owes U.S. tax on any crypto gains they have no matter where the crypto or the taxpayer is located, explained Feldhammer. It also doesn't matter if they are dual citizens. If they are U.S. citizens, they owe U.S. tax on their worldwide income. This is why Ananya says that many of her American clients either plan to renounce their U.S. citizenship or are considering this option for later in life. One Plan B passport customer who spoke to CNBC on the condition of anonymity said he has spent the last decade traversing Southeast and Central Asia and he is seriously considering ditching his U.S. passport once he's officially a citizen of St. Kitts. He said the $180,000 cost was totally worth it as it represents only 1% of his net worth and the capital gains taxes on his crypto holdings would amount to Millions. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty darn good investment. So this person opted for the premier Caribbean passport as he describes it since it is the oldest and most reputable of the programs and offers the most visa-free travel. But he warns those who are interested in applying to brace themselves for a months-long process with a lot of paperwork, including police checks and medical checks. Would-be immigrants should also note that the U.S. charges citizens a fee to cut loose. So when a U.S. taxpayer expatriates, they are generally subject to the exit tax, which is essentially a tax equal to what the taxpayer, taxpayer would be subject to if they sold all of their property the day before they gave, it, gave up their citizenship, according to Feldhammer, which is a little bit crazy. So technically legal, unlike tax evasion, which is when an individual deliberately hides their income. Tax avoidance is perfectly legal, even if large swaths of the population deem it unfair. But Marais points out that the IRS and tax authorities are ramping up their efforts to trace digital currency holdings via some of the centralized crypto exchanges. The IRS reach is global, especially with the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, he said. So Feldheimer was with the IRS counsel when it made significant inroads in taxing U.S. taxpayers who intentionally hid assets offshore in order to avoid U.S. taxes. And through a combination of informants, changes in the laws, and significant international pressure, it is now extremely hard for a U.S. person to hide assets overseas, said Feldhammer. The U.S. can do the same thing for crypto and is already contemplating changing its laws to do just this. So the U.S. Department of the Treasury has proposed comprehensive reporting for crypto, which would make it as difficult to spend crypto as it is cash, without it getting reported, and the IRS is also stepping up efforts at home to track down non-compliant U.S. taxpayers using John Doe summons. A tool that allows the government to obtain information about a large group of unidentified taxpayers. In this case, the summons were issued to different crypto exchanges as a way to find people who conducted at least $20,000 of transactions in cryptocurrency from 2016 to 2020. Issuing these summons, one exchange at a time, is a clumsy way to capture non-compliant U.S. taxpayers, but it can be effective, according to Feldhammer. Now, this is why many exchanges declare clear of Americans altogether. Rice tells CNBC that Valor, the second largest crypto exchange in South Africa, doesn't touch U.S. citizens. Though Anania isn't breaking the law, she does endure the wrath of law enforcement. Every time I cross the border, I get detained in the airport for three hours, Anania claims. They ask me a bunch of questions and every piece of luggage goes through crazy screening. They literally turn my socks inside out. But she says border patrol agents can't get her down. If I cross border by foot, it's much easier. So I literally started flying to Tijuana and walking across the border to San Diego. She said it's a much faster route. Now, that makes a lot of sense. Now, here's the thing, right? If you stumble upon this episode and you're thinking about, you know, maybe just, you know, you're a US citizen, you have millions and millions of dollars in crypto and all that kind of stuff, right? And you're thinking about, you know, denouncing your US citizenship and going to a different country, right? Well, here's the thing. Now, this is not tax advice, this is not financial advice, but this is probably what I would do. If I was in a situation, let's just say I like randomly had like a $100 million in Bitcoin or something, right? Now, what I would do, I would not denounce my citizenship. But I believe there is like a certain, you'd have to probably do more research on this. But I believe there's something where like if you were to live in, let's say, Puerto Rico for like 99% of the time. Right, where like basically, I think it's the situation where in Puerto Rico, you only have to pay like a very small amount of federal tax. And if you end up like traveling for most of the year, on top of that, your taxes that you would actually owe are probably one of the lowest ever. Right, like if you're like a citizen of the United States, I think it's extremely, extremely low when it comes to taxes. I think it's actually like 10% 10% or under, something crazy, right? And the combination you need to do is have a residency in Puerto Rico, plus, like, travel, I think, over 200 plus days out of the year, right? And I believe that is traveling, like, out of state for over 200 days, or it might be something else, but do more research on that if you stumble upon that. But there is a way for you to be a US citizen and pay extremely low amounts in taxes but still have, like, a really good income, right? I believe believe one person who does this who has, like, a really large business podcast, I think it's called Entrepreneurs on Fire, John Lee Dumas. I think that's what he does. You could probably do more research on it on his part because he talks about it all the time. Well I think he's in a situation where he basically travels over 200 plus days per year plus lives in Puerto Rico and basically I think only pays like 10% in taxes total I think like something like something super tiny right but it's perfectly all legal and perfectly above board but that's because of his unique situation and you know the fact that his business is completely you know not physical in the sense that he doesn't have to like rely on doing anything with like any like physical products or anything like that. Like he's not tied down anywhere. So he could technically just travel all over the road and still bring in a lot of money. So of course, you know, it depends on your situation. But again, if I'm talking about like, oh, I got like a hundred million dollars in Bitcoin, and let's say that's my only source of income in that hypothetical situation, well you could sell like, you know, your Bitcoin every year doing this unique situation In this very low tax rate, which on top of this, since crypto is like considered property like stocks and also real estate, as long as it's been over a year, you're automatically going to get taxed a lot lower anyways, right? Now, of course, tax laws changes all the time, but either way, you know, there's ways to do it. And not to mention that you could always just do what the billionaires do and basically on the books have it that you have way more debts than what you have in income. Right? So let's say that your income is like a million dollars, but you are in debt for like $2 million that year. So you basically have like no income, right? That's another way that you could kind of look at it again, not tax advice, not financial advice, but there are ways to retain your U S citizenship. Still live in the United States still enjoy what the United States has to offer but not have to pay, like, a crazy amount in taxes, right? So I would definitely suggest people to, like, look more into this, get, like, a tax advisor that's really good with this sort of situation, with your specific situation and all that kind of stuff because there's not just one way to go about and doing things, Right? That's why like, you know, personal finance is so personal to your specific situation and you just need to do some research, right? You got to find what's right for you at this moment or what's right for you long term, right? So, just do more research on this whole situation, but really one of the best citizen, like one of the best citizen citizenships to actually have and one of the hardest to actually get is the U.S. citizenship. So if you naturally already have a U.S. citizenship, that is something that you should try to maintain and keep for as long as possible because as long as America doesn't get destroyed for whatever reason, it's probably going to be one of the better places to actually live in. By the way, if you need help learning how to master your money, go down below in the description or check out 40inbox.com.